This is Headshots, the psychology and gaming podcast with your hosts, Josue Cardona and Dr. Kelly Dunlap. Kelly, we are back. We're back. What you do? What you do during your vacation? I played a crap ton of Emoji Blitz. <laughs> what is Emoji Blitz? What is this? It is a, is a fantastic, uh, highly engaging mobile game from Disney, which is it's pretty much bejeweled, but with Disney characters and some additional layers of game mechanic like challenges and and competitions and things like that, leaderboards. So, so you know, um, I, I listen to many, many podcasts, and sometimes I listen to podcasts that go really, really deep into games that I've never even played. Like, I've, I've listened to hours and hours of Dota podcasts where they talk, they go really deep into the systems, and I, I just love that kind of stuff. And I never imagined I would do it for a mobile game, let alone Disney Emoji Blitz, but, but that's exactly what I want to do right now. I want to go this, deep. This game, well, this game is deep. And that's one of the things that I, I absolutely love about it. I, I know that quote unquote casual games or mobile games get like a bad rap for girl games. Yeah, that one makes me really just angry. Uh, that's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. That's why I'm glad. Get, get me spicy right off the bat. But you know, this is idea that they're they're simple and they're not complex at all. And I mean, as 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 a player, as a game designer, as a psychologist, this game is freaking awesome it's got it's like an onion it's got layers it's got layers for days <laughs> man okay well whew. okay so so so, so first things... up first up yeah okay i need like seven more facebook friends to play so i can unlock something so if somebody wants to be on my my friend on facebook and sign up to play emoji blitz get at me uh because i need i need more people willing to play <laughs> okay so so i think that this game what you just what you just said, <laughs> right? Um, this game is is very much a mobile game in the sense that it is there's always a carrot, right? Um, or there are multiple carrots all over the place, including tell your friends about us, get them to play, and we'll give you something. In this case, an emoji, or you know, do Wait, this and do that. Hold on. And Breaking get... news: the sunshine boost is on special. It's forty percent off, and it's only forty gems for five <laughs> sunshine blasts. So what cost are we talking about here? <laughs> so there are, okay, so there, there's so many mechanics going on in this game that I, I will try to to break them down. The incentive system, the feedback system that the game uses is there's hearts, there's coins, and there's gems, and then there's the emojis themselves. So hearts are the amount of times that you can play in a round. So in like Bejeweled, you can just play game after game after game after game. In Disney Emoji Blitz, you're limited to five uh, unless you buy more lives. And then they regenerate. I think uh, one heart every 10 minutes is the regeneration rate. My first thought was, really? Wh- who decided it was a good idea to limit how much I can play the game? And I quickly realized somebody very smart, <laughs> somebody very smart and steeped in psychology uh, made that decision because it makes me value each game so much more than if I could just play it over and over and over again. It almost prevents burnout on on the game. So well well thought to the person who did that. There's coins. Um, so they're like just kind of gold coins. 
which can be used to purchase emojis. And each emoji has its own unique little special power. And I have been finding, you know, in the beginning, they kind of all mushed together, like, okay, you either make Nemo's appear or you make a certain number or something disappear. Not very uh, necessarily exciting, but some emojis have really amazing powers, which we'll get into later. And the coins allow you to purchase them. And then there's gems. So Gems are something you obtain only through the the lottery wheel, which I guess is another mechanic that I forgot to mention. And there's just this this um, in the emoji shop where you purchase your emoji. There is a looks like a wheel of fortune wheel that you spin, and then you get some kind of random outcome. And a lot of times it is gems. Those gems can be used to purchase the super duper exclusive emoji that come in the platinum box, or they can also be used to purchase more lives. And they can also be used um, at the end of games if you're near an objective, say like you need to clear one more line of emojis, it will give you a prompt that says, hey, spend uh, 20 gems and get 10 more seconds. So those are just some of the underpinnings of, of this game. And it... It just hits on almost every level of reinforcement. It hits on player engagement. And there's it comes at keeping you invested from like 10 different ways. It, it really is absolutely brilliant in that way. I knew you liked the game, but I had no idea you were so excited. Okay, so I, I, sh- I should disclose. I'm a huge Disney file. Uh, my, my parents, so tangent, my parents both worked at Disney when they were growing up. And that's where they met and fell in love. So, aw, I've... Uh, when I was little, I lived close enough to Disney, and since my parents still worked there, I used to go there like every day after school. So I've literally been to Disney more times than I can imagine. Went to Disney on my honeymoon and one year anniversary, and I go back every single chance I get. And my house is decked out with, uh, you know, Disney cells and screen uh, the animated cell that uh, I have Disney stock. So yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Disney fan. I know all the songs. I know all the characters. Nobody wants to play Disney Trivial Pursuit with me because I crush them all. There's actually there's the Kelly rule, which is if you're playing Disney uh, Disney Trivial Pursuit with Kelly, that if I go first, every and everybody else gets a turn, no matter whether or not I win on that first run or not. Like that's literally how much I love Disney. It's funny on on Geek Therapy podcast, I I said the same thing about. Not Trivial Pursuit, but another version of like a trivia, a Disney trivia game. I've never found anyone who who even wants to play with me. So challenge accepted. All right, bring it. Okay. So I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, yeah, I didn't expect this. Okay. So I, you've been playing this game for how long now? Sarah, you recommended it to me because I I was asking you like, hey, I want something, uh, I want a mobile game to play because as a caveat, since the little guy was born, I have not been able to play Video games. I, I probably have not played Halo in almost a year, which I hope that everybody can appreciate how difficult that is for me to admit. Uh, Overcooked is probably the only game I've played on a console since the little guy's been born. The nice thing about a mobile game, and, and one of the reasons they're so popular in general, is that they're low time investment. So when he's having his bottle, I can play. If you know he's running around the house, I can play and keep one eye on him and one on one eye on my game. If he's down for a nap, like there, it just, the fact that it's not time intensive means that I can actually get into it. So I'm, I'm trying to pull up the Slack conversation that we had where I was asking you, hey, do you have any games that you would recommend? Because I, I want to I miss playing games. I just can't do anything time intensive. I think it was on Twitter where, where you 
you you asked, and and that's why I mentioned it. Yeah, but it's been it hasn't been two months, right? It's been like probably about that long, maybe a month. I, mm, may, maybe a month, it, it, but yeah, it, two months max, so a relatively short amount of time. Okay, so I've been playing this game every day for a year. My sister got me into it, and she plays it every day. Her husband plays it. And I just a few weeks ago, I got my mom into it. I've got you into it. I've got other friends. I have that Doug emoji bonus, right? I've had it for a while. <laughs> I want the I've Doug convinced... emoji bonus. That's why I need friends. <laughs> well, I, I talked about it on the Geek Therapy podcast, and a few people signed up from there, and I became friends with them. Again, I've, I've got a lot of people around me. We play this game. But there's a lot about this game that I hate. For me, it's weird that I play this game every single day and I feel kind of manipulated into doing so. And we've talked about this in the past. Like this, this game is very well designed for that. And, and the reason why it hooks me is, is first of all, the, the Disney stuff, right? Is that, that's, that's why I'm here, right? Like right now there's an event where it's the one year anniversary and there's uh, Steamboat Willie Mickey and Oswald. And I want those emojis so badly. But at really? the same time, because I don't yes, want them I at do. all. I'm like, ah, I, you're lame. I, really I don't want, want you. I really want the Steamboat Willie emoji. So much so that I, I want to buy gems. <gasps> now, 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 look at look at this, right? Let's go deep. So, at this point, I would have to buy. I would have to spend money, right? In this case, probably four dollars, right, to get enough gems to be able to buy the opportunity to randomly get one of the three emojis that I want, okay? So it's possible that even after I spend the $4, regard, th- despite the fact that I've played this game for who knows how many hours, for a year, I might possibly get the emoji that I want, right? Like that kind of stuff bothers me. The, the, everything here is, is random, including the levels. When my mom started playing it, she's like, huh, can I replay that level? So she's thinking... Candy Crush style, right? And uh, or, yeah. or, or something similar where it's like a puzzle and then you do it. She's like, oh, can I redo it so I can do it? You're like, no, mom, it's not that way, right? This is just random all over the place. There's nothing, there's nothing that repeats itself necessarily, right? And that's kind of like sometimes you get these crazy high scores is because that random number generator was, you know, uh, smiling upon you that day. And, and so there, there are so many things about this game that I like. And I think that some of the things that you said where it's like, oh, like the five hearts, like that's great because it keeps you, it, it, um, it stops you from burning out. But there are so many other things happening in the game that the, the fact that I can only play, I only get one opportunity to play every 10 minutes or something like that, right? It feels, oh man, I don't know what the word is. I feel like I'm being... It feels like a layer too much because already there are all these other things that I'm trying to do and I'm limited by. I'm already limited by the emoji that I have. I'm already limited by the coins that I have. I'm already limited by the gems that I have. I'm already limited by the missions that I have. Don't get I'm me already wrong. Limited. As a player, <laughs> I hate the hearts. I hate, just like you, I hate being constrained. I hate being told, no, Kelly, you must put down your phone. Ha, ha, ha. And that... It, oh, it makes me mad. Don't don't get me wrong. As a player, it, it like infuriates me when I hit up against uh, that wall. But as a as a game designer, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty brilliant. Well, and and yes, and I agree. I agree with that, right? That, um, but it's it's it feels like another carrot. That is, it's it just feels absurd. It just feels. See, it's I like don't, it goes too far because there's already all these other. things. I don't see it as a carrot though. Like the, the hearts to me are not a carrot. They're uh, to they 
enhance the value of the other carrots. They're like, okay, so the, there's the, the coins and the gems and the emoji and spinning the wheel. Those are all carrots. And what hearts are is they make the carrots look like, look like chocolate pudding because you can only have so many. So by putting that kind of limited resource around the things that you want, it makes them more valuable. So that, that's how, uh, how, how I view it. It does have that effect. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, it's, it's the waiting, right? It's like, well, you finished playing, but look at this timer. It's counting down. <laughs> oh, that timer is so heart. mean. It's so mean. <laughs> have you ever purchased hearts using the gems? No, no, no. I've never done that. Oh, I I've have. Never done that. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's yeah. let's talk about let's talk about money. So this is a free game. And no, 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 no. I, haven't, I haven't spent money. Right. So it's a free game. You can download it for free. You get one emoji, and then there's a little plus sign next to everything, <laughs> right? And you can use different kinds of currencies to buy different things, including using real money to buy gems, which then you can use to do other stuff. So you're saying you use gems to buy hearts. So uh, on occasion, I have like right now, I'm sitting at 252 gems. Because I'm very stingy with my gems. And, uh, you know, I, I only use them if I absolutely have to. And there was one point in the uh, the event that happened, I think it was last week or the week before, it was Inside Out themed. And I really, really, really wanted joy because uh, that movie is like everything that I love about life. And at one point, I was only maybe one or two plays away from like cleaning everything up but I didn't want to wait for my next set of lives to come through. So, I mean, adding a life is is 30 gems. So that gives you five lives um, or five hearts. And I had over 200. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'll just, I'll just do it. So I've done that maybe once or twice, not with any frequency, but if I'm really close to some kind of goal or achieving something that I really want, then I don't mind taking some of my reallocating my resources to get what I want. Okay. Okay. Have you spent real money on the game? No. Okay. No. Because I, I know that if I spend real money, it will no longer be as much fun for me. And I know this because let's take like 20 years step back. I remember playing Command and Conquer, which is kind of that real time strategy game where you have to kind of like Civ, but not quite. And I learned the cheat codes so that in the Stone Age, I could get a Corvette with a rocket launcher on top of it or a trebuchet that launched cows that exploded. And as soon, and I also knew that cheat codes for like unlimited gold, unlimited wood, unlimited stone. And as soon as I knew that, I stopped playing the game because there was no longer a challenge associated with it. There was no longer like, what's the point? If I can just cheat, I don't really care. So that's kind of how I see the purchasing is not that I'm against using money to engage in something that I enjoy. It's that I know as soon as I give myself that out, take that easy way out to get what I want, I'm one going to be more likely to do it. And the more likely I am to do it, the less likely I am to actually enjoy the game and the challenge it gives me. So to me, that's just kind of verboten. It's off the table because it would significantly decrease my enjoyment in of the game. That's interesting because I, I see the, I don't see it as, as a cheat code at all, because the cheat code is you unlock it once and you have it forever. This is very much just a momentary speeding up, right? Because two dollars will only literally only get you so far. <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't see it that way. I have all these mixed feelings about these games that are constantly manipulating me to spend money, and then when I finally spend money, I feel I have I've 
I have so many mixed feelings because on the one hand, I've enjoyed the game a lot. And uh, and again, like it's it's actually become a part of my family now, right? Uh, it, it's a thing that my family talks about. It's the first time ever that my – maybe maybe since Tetris that member close members of my family would all get together and play something and talk about it. But this is – this goes beyond that because we weren't really talking about Tetris strategy. You know, here we're like, you oh, know, well, you want to use this emoji to do that. And that's the way this event works. Like, like we, this is, this has become special for, for my family right now. So spending $2, like I don't mind paying money for a game that I I'm enjoying, you know, like, especially because like, I, I want the game designers to get paid. I, I want them, you know, I want these people to have jobs, but then because it's on, on me to do so like there's all these i mean we've talked about this in the past right like this episode is different in that we're talking about the experience of going through this and 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 being manipulated or, or paying or not paying versus kind of the mechanics of it from the outside right so so i don't see it as cheating and i've paid i've paid money three times and the reason why i've done that two dollars each time over the course of a year has been during the and this is this is I I want to I've been wanting to talk to you about this during that Inside Out event right yeah I was super excited you were super excited you finished that thing with a day to go like there was it was a timed event you still had a whole day left and you already finished the entire oh, event yeah so you spent <laughs> a lot of time I did okay a ridiculous amount of time. <laughs> Right. So, so you, that's, you tweeted me asking if I did anything else with my life anymore. Yeah. No, I'm actually concerned at this point. Okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> this is a good place to talk about. And I told, and I told my brother in law that you did it with a day to spare. He was like, how is that possible? Okay. So you have, you have spent, so let's add another currency to all this other than hearts, coins, gems, and real money. Let's add time to this okay. currency. So you spent a ridiculous amount of time to get joy, right? Luckily, you got joy. <laughs> it would have sucked if you got sadness if, the, if you really wanted joy um, after all of that. But I spent $2 to get enough coins to get – I actually got sadness the first time, which is good. And then I used sadness to essentially double my speed through the event to be able to get to the end. And then I got another diamond box and I got joy. Mm-hmm. So I am very happy. I spent probably – one fifth of the time you spend <laughs> playing the game and I spent $2. So I feel good that I spent a, a decent amount of time that I enjoyed. I was a little stressed throughout the week as, as, as the event got to the end. I got both of the, <laughs> I got both of the, the emojis that I wanted and I do feel like I'm contributing to the game, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't just like throw money at it all the time, but I don't feel, I don't feel horrible when I give $2 to a game I've been playing for a year. So no. that's kind of that's kind of my my thinking behind it. And the whole reason why I even spent the money more than than like I want to contribute is I really wanted those particular emoji. Uh-huh. So like I'm so excited about the Steamboat Willie emoji that I I I do want to spend another $2. But I just spent $2 last week for the inside out one. And and I don't want this to become a trend. Especially when like I don't want Oswald. <laughs> I want I want Steamboat Willie Mickey. Yeah, see, I I and that, and that's the other thing is that there have been a lot of events, and I guess to clarify, events are week long kind of challenges where there's a specific task you need to complete. So for the Steamboat Willie event going on right now, it's an ink challenge where there are ink blots all over the game board, and when you clear the emoji on those blots, the blots disappear. 
And once you have cleared all the blots, that's one ink. And so then another layer of ink gets thrown on and you clear all that out. And so the currency with which you progress is through ink. So the first level requires five ink. The second level level required 10. I think I've done a little bit and right now it requires 35 ink. And I, I personally don't like it because I have a hard time. I feel like it makes it harder to see the emoji because there's a black blob behind them. Uh, especially if you're using emoji that has a darker color palette, like Aladdin, who I have, or Moana, who I have. Um, even Barbosa, who I recently got, is or, or Jasmine. It's kind of hard to hard to see them sometimes or hard to see the blot. And then I think there's usually 30 levels. Like I got Lightning McQueen because I did the Cars event. Um, again, just completely um, by, by grinding through it. But to me, that part is what's fun. Like, I, I don't mind that I spent a lot of time doing it because I enjoyed the time that I did it. I felt a lot of a great sense of accomplishment um, in that. And in no way do I judge you or anybody who would, would pay money to accelerate that. I mean, that's I, I think that's one of the reasons that Emoji Blitz is so much fun is that it offers so many different ways of enjoying it. It really taps into the different clusters of gamer motivation. I, I know we've talked about Nick Yee a couple times on the on the podcast, maybe on Psychtech, maybe not on Headshots, but he created um, a gamer motivation profile based on the big five personality trait and came up with these these really well-defined clusters of why people play. Um, you know, one of which is like the social competitive in that the reason people play and keep coming back is because they like the sense of competition. They like the sense of teamwork. They like the social interaction that comes along with teamwork and competition. And Emoji has that. You know, there's their leaderboard, which I am currently atop of, by the way. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that because it ends in two days. Anyway, uh, but and if you're at the top of the leaderboard, you get a certain amount of, of coins uh, at the end of the week by being in first, second, or third place. And so there's this competitive score aspect. So that really drives that. Obviously, there's a social aspect because it connects through Facebook and you can see how your friends are doing. And obviously, we're talking a lot about it. And uh, then there's another that's more of like a uh, an accomplishment, achievement-oriented motivation. And, you know, you're, one of the main verbs of Emoji Blitz is collecting. Like you're trying to collect all these emoji. And so that can be really reinforcing for people who are completionists or people who enjoy uh, the process of collecting through games. And that is, I mean, think about people who play MMORPGs or any kind of RPG, really. It's all a lot about like collecting and crafting. And uh, there's also a strategy element. As Josue mentioned earlier, there are certain emoji that are better for certain tasks. The best example I have is there's a task... um, that I currently have to complete to level up. Because that's another mechanic that's in this game is there's a leveling system. And to raise your level, you have to complete a certain number of tasks. One of them is to, uh, for me at least, is to pair two rainbow stars together during Blitz. So Blitz is a moment that when you get enough points, uh, one of the emojis on the board disappears. And it's kind of like a a double or nothing zone where you get to make twice as much uh, coin and points and things like that. Depends on your level. Yeah, depending on your level. But this this particular challenge is really, really hard because getting a rainbow star requires me to get five emoji in a, a vertical or horizontal row, which is not an easy task. And then to get two of them to the point where they're touching is also not easy. And then to have that happen at the time that I am in blitz is even harder. So I've been using a couple of my emoji, uh, like Moana, for example. Her superpower is you get to pick which emojis get removed, 
which I found really, really helpful in a lot of challenges. Um, I've also been using Joy, who when she automatically puts on a sunburst, which will get rid of um, the lines vertical uh, and horizontal on the 90 degree axis there. So, so let's talk strategy. What you want is Jiminy Cricket. I just unlocked Jiminy Cricket. Yep. Yep. And so now I've been using him. Like I, this morning, I got Jiminy Cricket. And so I've been trying to, to use him. And so there's this layer of strategy that, that goes on and, and figuring out how do you get who is the best at what task. And that's a, you know, it's a very forward thinking, high cognitive reasoning strategy thing that I find really enjoyable. Um, in addition to figuring out, okay, if one of my challenges is to go into blitz mode five times during a game, which is rather challenging, can be challenging, you know, I have a different way of playing. I make sure that all the power ups, I hold off on them during blitz. So like I'll use all of my, uh, my special powers to get to that point where the game goes into blitz mode. And then I've even done it where I just haven't done anything. I've just let blitz mode go without touching anything. And then once it blitz mode ends, I hit all the power-ups again so that I cycle through blitz mode faster. Um, even though I, it really costs me in terms of points because I'm not really doing anything during the double points section. It well, I, I don't it, want to get any more technical. I think this is like, <laughs> if someone I, hasn't played the deep, game, we're going. You wanted a deep dive. I'm going deep. So I guess all we, that to say, deep, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of strategy in how you play and what emoji you play, how you collect those emojis. Um, yeah. And, and like, do you do you level up your, your level one emojis or do you focus on your on your gold emojis? And so, yeah, it's, it's a really fun game because it taps into so many different places where people can approach the game with what they enjoy doing. Um, See, I think so that was like is... a 10 minute rant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I may have to edit this down. <laughs> so so one of the things I keep thinking about or, or, or another game I keep thinking about is Destiny, where I stopped at 300 hours in Destiny. Okay, and I used to come back almost every day to play for many of the same reasons why I've been playing Disney Emoji Blitz. It's a social aspect, so I play with my friends. Um, there were events, so Destiny has something like every Friday, Zer would show up, and he's just like the salesman that has you know special wares, and he's hidden somewhere. So every Friday morning, everybody's like, "Where's Zer?" And then like it's a reason to just log back in. And there were constantly events that were changing every single day. There were levels that changed. And I think Disney Mochi Blitz does that really well. But with the added, like I only paid, I paid once for Destiny and and I was able to do that. And I still came back. And again, for the same reasons here, the heart aspect, which is something that's very similar, I mean, very common in many mobile games, right? The fact that it's free to play, but then if you want to play more or you want to play more like how you want, right? You have to pay, but there's never, there's never, you never really unlock the full game. There's just pay to play more. And, and that, that always bothers me. I know it's a completely different business model. The, we, we know that games are more profitable when they are like that. And, and I think that Disney Boji Blitz does, does everything really well. Like over the last year, those events have been awesome. And and I've had these experiences where like there was a Tangled event that was very similar to this one. And Tangled is the one Disney movie I'd never seen. And I didn't get the reference. There were lanterns on the on the screen. I was like, Aww. what is this about? So I went and I rented Tangled. I saw it. The, the day the event came out, I didn't know what it was. I went and I rented the movie. <laughs> like 
these are things that could only happen. It's it feels like Pokemon Go, where Pokemon Go is like this. It's a cultural thing, right? It's like it. it people knew what those first uh, 150 Pokemon were, and it was a big part of their childhood. And then everybody did it. Like Disney Emoji Blitz taps into that for me, where. There are all these, like, I know these characters and I care. And I didn't know that particular story very well. So I wanted to know more. And there's, you know, this transmedia aspect, right? I want I want to know more about it this way or that way. And the events have been really, really smart where sometimes you're fighting a villain. Sometimes you're just playing out a theme from a movie. Um, sometimes it's, it. I don't know. I mean, they've, they've been super creative. I mean, and they've even used, like, there was a, Pirates of the Caribbean event, right? When when the movie came out. I love so many things about it, but I still hate the way it's always stringing me along. And I agree. I would probably play less if I didn't have limited hearts. But I think I might also play more. <laughs> because, because the things that I enjoy are beating... So this is the joke that I got my mom to play because I told her... How wonderful it is that feeling of beating my brother-in-law every week. Like it, once he mm-hmm. once he beats me, I go and I'm like, nope, that that cannot stand. <laughs> I use my boosts. I get that done. Um, I enjoy talking strategy with with my sister and my mom, and it's something that we connect over and we send each other screenshots of a new emoji that we have, or or how we're doing. I enjoy seeing these characters play out. One aspect that we didn't talk about is it's called Emoji Blitz, but you're actually unlocking um, emoji to use in a keyboard, in a real keyboard. So you could actually use them um, in messages and you're unlocking the actual emojis that you can use by playing more. And that's one of the hooks that got me in at first. But now I have so many of them that it's like absurd. Like going through that keyboard is just crazy. (laughs) But um, that's like an extra aspect that is kind of external to the game also. And and the missions are fun. Like like you mentioned, that particular mission to level up, it does so many things that are smart. There, there's daily challenges. There's all these different things that you can do. And and you're right, you can play in different games. But still, that that um that pay to to play more aspect bothers me so much. And it, it, I feel like it 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 has tainted my relationship with the game. Where like again, like I I wish I felt better about giving the two dollars if it weren't because they were essentially. They're not manipulating me. They're not forcing me into anything. But there are some psychological uh, voodoo going on here, very specific, <laughs> targeted at me to make me spend money. And and to be fair, this game is not nearly as bad as some other games. They're just like constantly in your face about it. And and so I have mixed feelings. But but overall, I think everybody should try out Disney Emoji Blitz. <laughs> So just for reference, my husband uh, referred to this game when I started playing as Emoji Crack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because I was playing, quote unquote, so much. I'm like, really? So you said earlier that you wouldn't judge me for, for spending the amount of money I have on the no. game. But I kind of want to judge you for the amount of time <laughs> you spend playing on it. <laughs> I am concerned. Well, for the record, I still do my job and I'm doing just fine and I still manage to do all the normal daily things that I would do anyways. I mean, that, I, that to me, that is almost one of the benefits of it being limited to five because I can't sit down and sink hours and hours and hours into it, at least not continually. You know, if it actually almost motivates me to do chores because I know if I do my five lives and I go away and I do the dishes, when I come back, there'll be five more lives. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's maybe one way of, of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Like Disney is so good. Like they care they care about us so much that they limit our our, our number of of plays per per hour. Yeah. I mean just again as as a as a game design, a student of game design, I just I find it so 
well constructed. And as a psychologist, I have such mad respect for the the use of the different kind of reinforcement schedules. I mean, there's um, I mean, but there's so many different kinds of psychological reward going on. There's a level of unknown, like not knowing when you're going to get some kind of really cool thing to happen, like uh, a cascade in in the game to where everything is just blowing up and all of a sudden you have like five rainbow stars and you get a new high score. So there's that uncertainty. Oh, it's almost, um, there's a lot of reinforcements that's similar to gambling. Like you, you put your money in or you spend your gems in the hopes of getting something and you may or may not get it, which is a, obviously a well-known way of, of keeping people to engaged in, in coming back. But you also know that there is some level of skill. It's not completely random chance. I and mean, that's why I like poker and not slot machines. Slot machines are completely random. Poker, there is randomness in it, but it still requires some skill. If you suck at emoji blitz, you're not going to do well. It's true. And if you're if you're good at it and you have strategies and you, you think about it, you're going to do better. You, there is still some element of chance, but there's also an element of skill. And it, it just really strikes a balance between um, the reinforcement schedules that it uses. And I again, I find that completely fascinating as a game designer and a psychologist. I've already talked about how I don't like the limits of lives, but I understand why they're there. It's all about the money um, and keeping us there longer. I understand the, the the positive effect there. But I have found that some of the events are way too, way too hard in the sense that it, it takes too long to get there. Like this ink one, you'll see every single time you go to a next treasure chest, it jumps up 10 or 20, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. At the end, it's like, get a 150 ink canisters. At that point, the reward is so far away that it does get to a point where it's, I feel it, obviously this is a balancing issue. This is something that they're constantly working back and forth with. And it's hard to find a sweet spot, but it's also, it's also really hard to, I guess, I guess the, the option to buy stuff is always there. And then sometimes the option to play is, I've found it to be kind of absurd where like everybody in my circle is like, oh yeah, like there's no way I'm getting there. I'm curious to see how you do. Like if if this wasn't, if these were emojis that you cared about, I'm, I'm wondering how far you would get <laughs> in this event. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, so there, again, there's a lot going on. And I think that the, that the emotional attachment for people like you, people like me to these characters, to Disney as a whole are, are really at the core of what's happening here. Because if, if they weren't Disney characters, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't play as much. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't care as much. I, at least in the beginning. I mean, like right now, I feel really invested in figuring out. Well, one, I, it is definitely his characters. Like, I want to unlock Sarah. I, I don't have Tigger yet. I don't have. I don't have Elsa or Anna, and I, I want both of them. And because of who they are, of, of of the characters around them. But I'm also really curious to see what what powers they have because every character has a different power. And I mean, sometimes I'm disappointed. Like I saw Mulan's power and I'm like, oh, that really sucks. Like that's not, that's not very helpful at all. Whereas, you know, Joy and Moana have really amazing um, powers and now Jiminy Cricket too. So yeah, there, there's definitely the nostalgia bit. There's the affinity for the Disney characters that I think pulls you in and helps keep you in. But yeah, I would absolutely agree that the the balance issue, and that's one of the reasons I kind of stopped pursuing the, the Mickey Mouse and the Steamboat Willie is that I wasn't enjoying playing with that particular challenge. And obviously the the end result is not a big enough draw for me. Now, if you want to be worried about my, my health, Josue, I, I do have a story to tell you. Mm-hmm. At one point last week, I actually got out a notebook and tracked like 20 or 30 games 
And after I played every time, I notated what character I used and what characters were included. So if I'm using Moana, I would you know notate the four other characters that were also being used in the in the game to see and then tracked the score that I got to see if there was some combination or some pattern to the combination of characters. So for example, like when I was playing on Moana, I often got Lightning McQueen and those are two golds. So they're worth more points. And so I was, I was tracking that and I realized after a while it made me not want to play anymore. So I stopped tracking because it was kind of taking the fun away of it. But yeah, I actually was trying to do science on, on Emoji Blitz to figure out like the, the best character to use because of the probability of other characters that go along with that character. I love everything about what you just said, um, <laughs> except I think I think it's all way more random. It is. Than, I I, um, I mean, again, yeah. I'm not saying that an n of thirty is enough to make uh, any kind of extrapolation, but I found I found no pattern, and and yeah. who came up yeah. when? After a year, I can tell you, I've noticed no pattern. <laughs> okay, but I, I wanted to. I wanted to science it for this podcast, and, and I was hoping for some kind of really cool like aha moment. Um, but as most science is, it didn't result in anything. So I had I had null findings. There have been moments. So the game gets patched a lot. I, I often wonder like, man, should I patch it? Because it's probably patched. I start to think that the, the game design is going against me. Like the, the designers are going against me. Like someone probably found a way to get too many points and they're trying oh, to they're patch it? that out. Yeah, that's my thinking because there have been a few times where I'm like, huh, look, I'm doing this or, or this was coming out way more often and I was able to get a high score and I constantly feel like they're patching against me. And that's completely I have no data to back that up whatsoever it's just a feeling of me against <laughs> me against the game <laughs> um, it's, it's like right now I haven't I didn't update it this morning because I was like I'm doing all right I don't know but maybe I should because maybe it has to do with the event maybe they're gonna make it a little easier I, don't I updated know. I updated this morning yeah. I hadn't thought about that and now I've had I have had similar uh, thoughts along that because when you're playing if you go a while without making a switch it gives you a hint it wiggles an emoji to let you know hey you can do this one. Yeah. And for some reason, I always assume that it's giving me the worst option, so I never huh. take it. Like, I would rather stare and waste more time trying to find my own uh, swipe than I, – so I, I don't trust I don't trust them. I feel like they're trying to screw me over, which is absolutely absurd, and I understand that because – That's really interesting. I've I've gone back and forth. I've gone thinking, oh, they're trying to help me. Oh, they're trying to screw me over. And now I just I'm back to the randomness aspect of it. I'm yeah. like it's it's stupid. It's just it's just like picking at random also. The other thing that I have noticed and I'm again this is probably just my all my own stuff reading into it, but when I have a specific challenge that particularly requires star like rainbow stars which are again aren't the hardest to get, I feel like the random gen- number generator is kinder to me because I remember the first time I had um, like a star plus star I'm like, I'm never going to get this. I, I only get one star every two or every every four or five games. Like this isn't, how is this ever going to work? And then, you know, within my set of five lives, I had like almost every game had at least two or three stars pop up. So I don't know whether, you know, based on the missions you have, the random number generator, you know, changes or not. It, it could just still be completely random and it could be a kind of a biased hindsight uh, cognitive distortion that I have. But maybe... I think all of the above because <laughs> I've gone through all of those um, thoughts also. And I've gone – again, so so I've gone deep into this. Um, I've tried to – I haven't charted anything out to, to that extreme yet. 
but I might. But mostly because it's constantly getting patched and it's always changing and every event is completely different. So there isn't much that you can apply from one to the other to help you necessarily in an event. Especially like the items thing. Like, don't get me started with items. Items are infuriating. When you have to collect a certain number of items and like, yeah, yeah the probability of all that. Like, there, there's a lot of randomness going on and, and it bugs me. But um, I, I do have one final story before before we wrap up is that um, because of leaderboards, you get a bonus depending on where you are on the leaderboards. I've actually unfriended a couple people from Facebook. I think that is so fantastic. Like, you are my hero. That was like that's strategy. That's that's me maximizing my 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 weekly point bonus. So yeah. So if you if you, if you were my friend on Facebook and you're not anymore, that may be the reason. I'm sorry, but this is this is serious. This is this is Disney emoji blitz we're talking about. So now that I have more points than you, are you going to unfriend me on Facebook? So so I'm talking about people who've gotten like four million. Where I'm Uh-oh. like, that's it's it's kind of like the the events where I don't see how that's even possible for me to get there. We're at a different we're in two different leagues at this moment at at that point. So okay. at that point, it's not fun, right? Like right now, I don't enjoy beating you because I'm like on <laughs> level thirty eight. No, no, it's true. It's like my mom. My mom's like, how how do you guys get so so many points? I'm like, mom, I'm I'm on level thirty eight. My blitz right. bonus is one hundred and sixty eight percent. I'm rocking a level two seven sixty plus point beast at this point. Literally the character beast, like, mm-hmm. right? So, so it's it's different. But like with my sister, it's it's oh yeah, we're right there. You know, it's 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 very competitive. So I can't wait. Like your brother in law. Uh, oh, and my brother in law too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it, and it'll it only get more fun for for you and I. You know, as we kept as we get closer, because it's harder and harder to level up at this point for me. But I I hope that t- two things. One, I wanted to. I'm glad we talked about this now because D23 is happening right now, which is like the Disney Comic Con, and and that's really exciting for me because there's announcements and stuff. They they just showed off um, the the Star Wars uh, park designs, and there's announcements and stuff. And Disney is so huge, like it's, it's it's a huge part of my life. I'm I'm guessing that eventually they will put Marvel and Star Wars stuff in there, which is going to it's gonna it's gonna affect my wallet somewhat, depending on the characters <laughs> that show up. Because you know, because I have an affinity for those characters also, um, and technically, technically, it's all Disney now. So, so we'll see how that changes. And it's constantly evolving. There's constantly new characters. But I hope that this conversation can we can use it and reference to it when people talk about casual games and when people talk about how you know, like mobile games don't count. Come at me, bro. This is a well designed game. It's got tons of mechanics, and other than the pay-to-play stuff. There's tons of crappy games on consoles and PCs that do the same things and are nowhere near as good or as well thought out or as or as well designed or as good looking. Like it's just it feels really good, you know? I mean I, I guess that's what I'll, I'll leave on is one of the first things I realized when I play this game is there's a, a term in game design called juicy. So the idea of having like juicy feedback, stuff that's really satisfying just uh, when you see it, when you hear it. I mean, visually, this game is popping in terms of color. Like everything is really highly saturated and and pretty and aesthetically pleasing. The sound. The emojis faces change as you play the game. Yep. The emote. Yep. So it's very visually engaging. The the sounds, like when you start racking up points, like everything is just super saturated and super satisfying. It's like biting into a super juicy steak or, or uh, you know, a, a moist piece of chocolate cake. It's just, it feels good just to even hear it and see it. 
And that is why we're going to play the Disney Emoji Blitz sound as we say goodbye. We'll play the sound for you, Kelly, because I always play it on mute like I do um, most games. So I don't actually get that piece of it. For me, 95% of the game is fantastic. (laughs) After all of my praise for it, uh, again, I have issues with the hearts and a few other things. But I do love the game. I want to shout out the developers, but on on the App Store, it just says Disney. So good job, Disney. (laughs) And definitely check out the game if you play it. Reach out to us on Twitter. I'm at Josue A. Cardona on Twitter. Kelly is Kelly and Dunlap. We are at Headshots Cast on Twitter. And yeah, let us let us know what you think of the game. Share some strategy with us. Let's become friends. Let's play some Disney Emoji Blitz. Uh, for more psychology and gaming, visit headshotspodcast.com. And we're a podcast on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. So come check us out on Geek Therapy Podcast this week. We also talked a little bit about Disney and we talked about Disney Emoji Blitz in the past. Kelly, uh, I do want to tell you, I have in the back of my mind, I want to start an all Disney podcast. This is something I've been toying with for a while. So just, uh, you know, let me know what you think of that. Okay. And we're out. (laughs) 